I think one of the purpose of the human experience that we are living is to feel a range of emotions from one spectrum to the other. This is the Hello 20s podcast. My name is Jan and I'm your host. I'm an online content creator trying to navigate life while in my 20s and sprinkling a little knowledge and wisdom here and there. Let's face it, we don't have it all figured out, but we can learn a little from each other along the way, and I'm so glad you guys are tuning in on today's podcast. Hello friends, welcome to this week's episode of Hello 20s. I was creating some video edits for the podcast last night, and looking back on some recent episodes that I recorded, I was like, oh my gosh, I had so much more that I could have said and piggyback on. Um, For example, like last week's episode when I was recording it, I was still recovering from a cold. So it was hard to talk for an extended period of time. I wanted to record and get it done as soon as I could. uh, So I didn't have to talk anymore and I could rest my like voice. But I definitely had some things that I missed out on and I didn't get to share, so I probably will do some follow-up episodes on some topics that I have already touched on. If there is anything specific, please let me know. I would love to cater to that. Today, I want to share with you guys six lessons I've learned that I'll be carrying with me through this new year. So let's just get started with that. So the first one is people's behaviors over people's words. So we all know the saying, action speaks louder than words, but then we also often hear that words are powerful and have weight to them. So with these two, you know, phrases that we often hear, it's hard to really believe which one has more truth to it. Um, And so I think both have its own valid points and are true in its own way. But personally, for me, I believe that at the end of the day, someone's behavior can tell you a lot more about someone's value and character than the words that they spew out. I'm not saying it's easy to say certain things to people such as confessing your feelings or apologizing because that takes a lot of vulnerability. I know this because there have been times in my life where I had to apologize first and those words were really having a hard time coming out. But I do believe that it is easier to say those words than it is to show you actually mean them. Showing requires action and with action you have to put in more effort and even change behaviors to reflect the words that you are saying for some people it is very easy for them to make promises but never follow through and when you are on the receiving end of that you begin to feel neglected and confused and people also make promises to themselves but they never follow through in those cases you disappoint yourself and you neglect yourself it's also easier for people to lie with words they can say what you want to hear to make you feel happy but they never hit the mark because their actions do not back up what they say or claim so i do believe that at the end of the day if you really want to know who someone is it's not to hear what they say but it is to see what they choose to do all right so the second one is you can't force people to choose you and you can't convince someone to stay if they don't want to In life we have and we are going to meet a lot of people, both platonic and romantic. 
for some of these encounters, you mutually agree that you guys just don't click and you guys move forward with life. The special and rare ones are the ones that you have your encounter, you both mutually click, and you want to continue a relationship or a friendship. And then you have the situation where you meet someone, you really enjoy their company, and you want them to stay in your life, but it is not mutual. That's a hard situation to be in because it is not often you find someone you enjoy being around and then when that is not reciprocated, it hurts. You're left thinking, why wouldn't they want to be with me? Why wouldn't they want to be friends with me? We all know how great we can be as a person, although I know we are all also very biased towards that, but we start to question and think maybe they haven't seen this side of me. Um, Maybe I should do this for them. Maybe I should be nicer or overly nicer to them. Maybe I should do more favors for them. Maybe I should be more fun around them. The list goes on and on and on, right? When you begin to question yourself and the situation, you also begin to change yourself in order to keep someone around. Everyone has free will and it's not fair to try to force someone to stay or choose you if you have to manipulate. You also have to remember you can't give someone more of something they don't value to begin with. If they don't value the friendship, you can't give them more love. If they don't value the relationship, you can't give them more love. You'll end up just exhausting yourself. Don't give away your dignity to someone who is not choosing you. Let people come and go. Let people choose freely. Just don't continue choosing someone who isn't choosing you. I also want to remind you that there have been people in your life where you met and you just didn't want to continue seeing them. No matter what they did to try to win you over or to keep you around, if your heart was made up, you know that, you know, no matter what they did, it couldn't have convinced you to stay. And I think that helps put things into perspective. So choose people who choose you. Pour love into people who pour love into you and give energy to people who give energy to you. Number three, recenter yourself when you feel wobbly. So while I was learning how to use the wheel for pottery, I learned that your hands need to be stable and your clay needs to be centered on the wheel as it spins. If your hands are not steady and your clay is not centered, you will end up with a wobbly piece no matter how slow or how fast you go. And it's not the wheel or the clay's problem that your piece is wobbly. And I've had a lot of wobbly pieces made. It's the position you set your clay at and how stable your hands are while you're molding and trimming. This is a perfect analogy to when life feels out of alignment and things are not going right. Maybe it's not the situation that needs to be changed. Maybe we should look at ourselves and change our position. Do we need to recenter ourselves to find our core again? Do we need to restabilize ourselves so we can have steady hands moving forward? All right, moving on, we have the next one, which is life is hard when you choose to do easy things. Life gets easy when you choose to do the hard things. The easy things are complaining, blaming, staying complacent. That doesn't require much effort. You get a short sense of relief when you complain, when you blame, but it doesn't change the fact that things are still the same. And this relates back to the first lesson on how it's easier to say things than it is to create action for change. It's easier to stay where you are instead of mustering the energy to get up and get going. The hard things are taking ownership, 
showing up, making changes. That requires a tremendous amount of effort. There's no instant gratification, no immediate reward or recognition, but when you are tired at the end of the day by choosing to do the hard thing, you feel more proud, you feel more capable, you have more confidence in yourself, and if you constantly show up, the things that were once difficult will become easy, and it will make your life a lot more easy. You can avoid doing the hard things for only a certain amount of time before it's actually more painful to avoid the hard, difficult choices in life than it is to just choose to do it, get through it, and get it done. Number five, all feelings are fleeting. This is a good reminder to have when we experience good feelings and when we experience bad feelings. When we experience happiness or joy, we appreciate it more because on the flip side of that, there is sadness and sorrow. I think one of the purpose of the human experience that we are living is to feel a range of emotions from one spectrum to the other. It's the opposite that really gives the other its meaning. By remembering that feelings are fleeting, when we experience the positive feelings such as joy, love, appreciation, we remember to savor these moments because they don't last long and they don't happen every single day, especially with who we may be experiencing these moments with. There are very few moments in life that happen exactly the same twice. And when we recognize that, we allow ourselves to sink in and be present when we are experiencing those moments. Now, if you're experiencing negative feelings, by reminding yourself that all feelings are fleeting, it makes it more manageable to get through the harder hitting days and make it to the other end. To remind yourself that you've gotten through hard times in the past that you thought would break you, but you're here right now. You're living proof that you are resilient. I do recognize that for some people, these feelings may be due to biological reasons that are more complex to treat. And for situations like that, of course, the advice that I am giving is not really suitable. Medical professionals are obviously the ones who you should turn to if you're experiencing that. Another reason why feelings are fleeting is a good reminder is because if you feel inspired or motivated to do something, strike while the iron is still hot. Start acting while those feelings are still pumping you up. Do remember to be responsible with your actions and any impulsive decisions. I also mentioned before that motivation and inspiration comes and go. They are not reliable sources of energy, but they can create huge sparks if you act on it while you still feel it. And we have the last one, which is that not everyone should or deserve to have the same access to you. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. It's setting boundaries. Allowing people into your circle is allowing access to your energy, your heart, your spirit, your stories, your peace, your life details and updates. It's not really shutting people out, but more protecting your peace. Not everyone deserves that same access to you, and you don't have to grant them that access. All right, guys, so those are the six life lessons that I'll be carrying with me into 2023 and reminding myself when I am going through tough times. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Hello 20s. Let's get connected and continue our conversation over on social media. The links are in the show notes, so you're only one click away. I hope to see you there and I'll talk to you guys in my next episode. 